Welcome back to Scarlet and Maze. I'm Adam. I'm Zach. What's up? Hey. Uh, football is officially over, at least the football that matters, college football. It's a sad day for everybody, especially TCU. Georgia 65, TCU 7. Yikes. Insane. Yeah. Uh, Zach, any thoughts to, to round out the football season? Yeah, I mean – Specifically on the thoughts on this game, I didn't think TCU had a shot coming into it, I'd ex- and I expected a blowout. I texted, I texted you and told you forty-five to seventeen was my final score guess. Yeah, and wow, sixty-five to seven is something. It, that's ugly, and I didn't expect it to be that ugly. But Pretty I mean, bad. obviously, like it makes me feel more confident with the hypothetical that if Ohio State makes that kick to beat Georgia that they that they beat DCU to win the national championship, which just kind of sucks to think about. Yeah. It makes me feel like if Michigan had played Georgia instead of TCU, they probably still wouldn't have made it. Yeah. But we'll get into that. Uh, straight into some viewer questions to round out football, unless there's some stuff with Harbaugh that happens a little bit later. But – yeah. First viewer question, do you feel like – this is a question that was asked last week, actually, and I messed up and forgot to put it in there. But uh, do you feel like the better teams won the semis? Did the best team win it all? What do you think? So I think, obviously, Ohio State and Georgia were more evenly were more evenly matched than anyone expected. But I think it's hard to judge that on game, one game especially since Ohio state's defense was already suspect. Like, I don't know if like they play again, that Ohio state necessarily wins because their defense didn't get it done. And that's kind of what you would expect to happen again. Um, So yeah, for that game, I say, I I would say I would lean towards, yeah, the better team won. I mean, they won and then they kind of proved that they were the better team in the national championship by smoking TCU. But even, but on the flip side, even Kirby smart said in his post game interview that Ohio state probably deserved to win that game. Mm. But yeah, as far as Ohio state, Georgia, I mean, with when it's a one point game, like in, I mean, both teams could have played better at times. It's hard to say that like, Oh yeah, the, the better team won or the better team lost, but it's hard to debate that. But, um, but then talking about the the Michigan TCU game, I I just think Michigan wet their pants. Like I don't know why it, it they didn't show up, but that whole game was very un- uncharacteristic for them, and they just made mistakes that they had kept in check all season, and it cost them the game. And they still only lost by six. So I would say yeah, Michigan was the better team, but that's not that's not always how it goes when you don't show up for the big game like that. Um, yeah, no, I, I agree. I mean, yeah. even even the pace of the game, Michigan had been going slow all year, and they got pulled into this Big Twelve game, basically. Yeah, yeah, which is what which is what I wanted Ohio State to do, but right, never, never got there. Yeah, uh, I mean, I I agree with you. It's hard to argue that Georgia isn't the best team. That said, just because Michigan played their worst game of the season against TCU and most of the 50-50 balls went TCU's way and there were two absurdly bad calls that went TCU's way doesn't mean TCU is the better team, like you were saying, as much as it means they had the better game that day. And I I wasn't uh, upset. About, like I was upset that Michigan lost, but I was like, hats off to TCU for the most part. I was obviously frustrated with two – calls how could i not be 
Michigan, like you said, was very uncharacteristic all game with a lot of the things that they did. So, I mean, it was just a bad day. But that's this whole question is part of why I'm not excited about endlessly expanding the college football playoff because the transitive property doesn't apply to sports. If it did, what does it mean that Michigan beat Ohio State easily in Columbus while Ohio State – came within 30 yards on a missed kick of being George of beating Georgia after having a multiple score lead late in the game. You know what I mean? Like it even, even with Michigan losing to TCU and I am by no means saying Michigan would have beaten Georgia, but just because Michigan lost to TCU the way that they did and all of that stuff doesn't mean that they would have lost by more than 58 points or whatever, which is yeah. what I I've heard some of, Oh man, Michigan really would have gotten killed. Well, I mean, I think if whatever, I, I don't think the better teams won the semis because I think if Michigan played TCU 10 times, they win an easy majority of those games. I feel like yeah. seven times or so, honestly with Georgia and Ohio state, I think, Georgia probably is the better team, but it'd be something like six out of 10. Yeah. Like it's, they are way closer. uh, I think than Michigan TCU, I think Michigan just had the worst game of their year. That said, I I do think Georgia is the best team. Uh, But similarly to how Michigan had their shot to earn their shot, but missed, this is how expansion changes what we're aiming for at the end of the season from most deserving to who did really well and then got hot at the right time, who played well enough to make the playoff and then got hot. So, I mean, just like I I'm blanking on the year. I meant to look it up and didn't, but the year I think Kemba Walker was on UConn and they won the national championship as like a 10 seed or 11 or whatever. I think that, no, it was a, it was a different year than Kemba. Wasn't it? I think they they were like, they barely made the tournament and then won the tournament. They weren't the best team that year. They just had the best tournament that year. I'm not, I don't have a problem with them being the champion. I think mainly because I, the way that I've grown up was that was always how that tournament happened. I just, the more we expand, the more football becomes like that. And then, I mean, but basketball has 30 some games, football doesn't. And so it just, games will mean more later in the year for more teams. I get that. But also I don't like losses, not mattering for football. And now they won't as much. You're going to get one or two freebies and but, still make the playoff. For Michigan off, and Ohio State, at least. I'm trying to think off the top of my head. There's only been a few undefeated national champions. Georgia this year, LSU. Michigan and Nebraska. No, I'm, I'm, I'm in the college football playoff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, uh, yeah, that, I mean, that, that might be it in the college football playoff. Yeah. I'm sure there was probably, like there I'm sure are, one game where Clemson teams had, were, were undefeated, but. I also feel like there haven't been a lot of, oh, yeah, but if you would have let this team in, then it would have been different. Yeah, that's fair. I don't know. Um, Like when there's a lot of one-loss teams, the other one-loss teams are like friggin' Cincinnati, and there's not much of an argument for them. But we've seen like the the first year the four seed won the national championship, and in the previous – the previous – you know, words in the BCS era, the, the, the four seed would never have gotten a shot, obviously. Yeah, no, I, but I mean, that goes to my point of 
the more teams you include, the more upsets are going to be like the, we're not including bad teams. Michigan state's not in the playoff, like to, to get destroyed. You know what I mean? The, if you, if good teams play good teams, even so I said, Ohio state, Georgia, six out of 10, Georgia, that's almost a coin flip. That doesn't mean the better team is going to win when they play, which is fine when that happens in the season. But like now people trying to say, oh, I see Alabama should have made it over TCU. They shouldn't have. They lost two times. This would make it so the so it doesn't matter as much. God bless you, Zach. Thanks. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've said it before. Like I I'll just have to survive and accept it. Yeah. So whatever. I mean, no offense, but it's just to whoever has the question, I think it's kind of a stupid question. Like who who was it really comes down to you play once and who's the better team that day and the team the better team that day it wins so yeah except i mean like the new ap rankings came out and tcu is too like i feel yeah. and i i don't care cuz it's the final rankings who care if you're not if you're not first you're last so That's like what I yeah but like tcu shouldn't be too why you know what i mean i mean like at, at the same time why does the ap postseason ap poll matter at all like why do they yeah. even make it just especially within this era where there's i'm the, more upset about preseason rankings it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah i mean yeah. uh second question i'll go first on this one where is jim harbaugh coaching next season does this hurt michigan recruiting even if he comes back i think he'll be coaching at michigan and i think that maybe it hurts recruiting uh i think it did this past year hopefully his contract is such that it puts to rest these questions he said last year, this wouldn't be ongoing and it's ongoing. There's a billion different rumors as to why and what's going on. And if he's actually putting himself out there and whatever, I honestly don't really care. Uh, Blake Corum is coming back. So whatever um, he obviously did really well this year on the field. So he didn't lose the ro- locker room. That doesn't mean that he wouldn't this year after saying this won't happen. And then, seemingly having lied uh but if this keeps happening recruiting will eventually catch up to the field like right the recruiting class was bad but they also most of them did not play so I right. don't know. what do you think yeah. um i mean if i had to place a bet i would i would bet that he'd still be at michigan next year even though like some pretty big names have like there's been s- some significant sources saying that he's going to be out um but then, like, he released that statement. But the, even that statement felt like it kind of left – like he left the door open to leaving this season. And uh, I do think it, it has, hurt, re- has hurt recruiting. And, like, who knows? Like, that's a conversation between him and the recruits that he's recruiting right. and whether or not they trust him or not. But, um, yeah, I think it, it could continue to hurt recruiting. And uh, But, yeah, I, 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 think, I think he's just got to – commit to it it just seems like he was kind of beating around the bush in his, the statement he released but i don't know it would be really funny if because the statement he released finished with something like as the old saying goes those who stay will be champions yeah if he left <laughs> yeah especially since uh it was bo Schembechler, Schembech, you know that yeah. said it and then he never won a national championship that's true uh, then, our boss basically reached both status right just not the longevity just not or the record against Ohio State hey the last three years he's done good 
Wow, yeah, three years. He's oh, he's two and oh, cool. He's also two and four. So if Harbaugh were to leave, who should Michigan get to replace him? We'll save who will they get only if he ends up actually leaving. Um, I had heard or read Georgia's offensive coordinator, Todd Monken, as like a name thrown out. And I was like, when has an SEC coordinator left to the north to be a head coach? But then I, I looked into it. So he's from Illinois. He was a GA at Grand Valley State and then Notre Dame before a couple different positions at Eastern. So he, he's not like, yeah, uh, I don't know, Kirby Smart probably, uh, right. where he's like born in the South, only lives in the South. Uh, yeah, so I don't yeah. know. Uh, but that's if they wouldn't just promote from within to try to keep the roster as intact as possible, which I feel like they should. They might as well, if there's someone that they believe in, which I've read would be Sharon Moore or Mike Hart, uh, then I'd say keep, the roster coming back next year is very, very good. This is probably next year is probably their best shot that they'll have, or that they have had at very least ever or since '97. Uh, so I, I wouldn't mind them rolling the dice, promoting from within. Uh, Sharon Moore seems to be more highly regarded outside of Michigan, at least, but Mike Hart at least has assistant head coach experience, which I don't even know how much that would help, but whatever. Yeah. And it was from Indiana. So who knows? Honestly, hopefully we just don't have to find out, but hopefully we don't have to keep doing this every year too. Yeah. Um, I don't think he's going anywhere. So I said Tom Brady. Oh, hey, I'd be on board with that. Hey, why not? Um, you, on to you somehow sadder topics, basketball. <laughs> Uh, so Michigan beat Penn State by 10 and then lost to MSU by six. Um, it's hilarious to me. I know you're, you're already sick and you don't even know what I'm going to say, but you're already sick of what I'm going to say. It's <laughs> hilarious to me that I saw some state fans complaining about refs during and after this game. So, Zach, guess what the foul disparity was in this game? Three. One. Uh, so there were four... Huh? And, Michigan, and Michigan was following at the end, right? They Michigan had four fouls at the end to get them into free throws uh, to try to come back in the last minute. But foul disparity never tells the whole story because right. the teams don't commit the same number of fouls. But which of these teams is known for physicality, practicing with football pads on and all that? It's MSU. Okay, great. So I bring it up just because I get crap if I complain about officiating, even in non-Michigan games. So there can be... TCU, Georgia, for instance, I didn't complain about the officials, but if I complain about the officials in TCU, Georgia, people are like, oh yeah, we're Michigan fan, always focusing on the officials. I'm like, this has nothing to do with Michigan. Officials suck, period. I don't know, whatever. Um, but uh, I get crap about it. Michigan fans in general take flack for complaining about obviously bad game-changing calls, but when others do, they don't get crap. So suck a big old butt cheek if you're a fan of anyone else and try to complain about Michigan complaining. That's what I say, Zach. Anyways, I what? I don't I don't typically complain about the refs. Typically. Last last episode you said something about how Ohio State would have won a game if it weren't for the officials screwing them out of a game. But no, I said Ohio State would have won the game if Marvin Harrison Jr. didn't get hurt. No, 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 no. Uh, we'll have to go back. It was it was about a previous year. Hmm. Yeah, I don't remember. I said that uh, last episode? Yeah. 
Anyways, uh, obviously it was a super ugly game, Michigan, Michigan State. Yeah. Almost came back because Michigan State didn't do much better offensively. Uh, hopefully on Thursday, Michigan's offense is better because they play Iowa. Iowa's not known for defense, just yeah. all offense. So uh, hopefully it's hopefully it's okay. I don't know. Um, we'll we'll get to their upcoming games later. Ohio State lost by two to Purdue and then lost at Maryland by seven. Yeah, it was a rough week for the Buckeyes, but um, and it it feels like it's becoming a trend for Ohio State to not get the job done in close games, and they got to get that figured out. Dang. That's all they have to say about it. Like, it, and it hurt. It hurt in the Purdue game losing Zed Key early. Like, yeah, when their best guy is Zach Eady, and you lose <laughs> your center in the first. I don't even remember how early it was, but it was early, and he was out the whole game. And you know they don't they don't have a ton of depth at big man. They got Felix Okpro, but uh. Outside of that, they don't have a ton of size, so. Right. They still were right there. I mean, after Zed Key went out, it's like the team stepped up and they scored a lot of points and took a decent lead, but then ah, they just couldn't keep the lead. Yeah. Uh, Coming up, Michigan is at Iowa on Thursday and then hosts Northwestern on Sunday. Uh, I'm going to gamble on Jet Howard breaking out of his little slump, Michigan picking things back up and say that this will be a double-dub week uh i honestly think if michigan wins both of these it'll put them in a good spot with some momentum but if they lose either of these games i'll lose most of my hope for a run uh this is a big important week in my opinion even though it's two not great teams they they need to string together a couple of wins uh in conference ohio state is hosting minnesota oh wait so I have two two wins for Michigan. What do you got? Yeah, I th- I think Michigan will bounce back here. That it's two winnable games, and uh, although Northwestern could be tough because they play pretty good defense, and Michigan seems to struggle against teams that play tough defense. But I think they get it done and win both games. It was interesting to hear that I read today. Doug McDaniel was in the hospital the morning of the Michigan Michigan State game, getting fluids. He was I don't know if he was partying too hard. There was a quote from him where he said like. I had no liquid in my body. I had to get hydrated. Something like that. Like, man, how much how much did you drink? You know what I mean? Well, he didn't drink. Kid. Or he didn't drink water. Yeah. Uh, that could be it. Um, all right. So Ohio State is hosting Minnesota on Thursday. I like that they're playing games on the same day, both Thursday, Sunday. Uh, they yeah. host Minnesota Thursday and then at Rutgers on Sunday. Yeah, I think it's a good time to play Minnesota. It should be an easy dub. Get some get some confidence back after a couple of tough losses. But uh, I think they'll win that game, and I think it could give them some momentum, and they could go. They'll go win in the road against Rutgers too. Oh, there you go. I got Ohio State over Minnesota, then a close win at Rutgers. I'm with you. Yeah. Um, Tom, even though they they lost the last couple of games and they don't have a great record, they still have them twelfth in the country. Man, that's crazy. Yeah, They've been like going on according to Ken Palm too. So Big Ten basketball is kind of like Pac-12 and football. There's a bunch of like mid teams. Yeah, the top isn't very good. Uh, things no one is talking about. What do you got? I got nothing this week. I got any of the obvious bullshit going on in the recruiting world of the SEC. It's so weird. It's not like it hasn't been going on for years with players posting pictures of wads of cash 
brand new cars only to delete them, confirming that they shouldn't have had those things uh, with zero investigation or reper repercussions. It's weird that people aren't talking about it. Will Wade is still a coach. You know what I mean? It's just kind of weird. Anyways, yeah. tweet of the week. Were you going to say something? Nope. Tweet of the week. I got a few because I, I was sad scrolling this week after Michigan lost. But uh, first one is from the Sklar brothers and then you can go and then I'll do two from the Sklar brothers. Stetson Bennett is so old. Can't tell if they keep cutting to his mom or his age appropriate girlfriend. Just so good. I honestly looking at the picture, couldn't fully tell either. <laughs> oh, he is old anyways. Um, my tweet of the week is from Mackenzie Millen actually. And, uh, he said, as good as Georgia has been the past two years, if Jameson Williams and Marvin Harrison Jr. don't get hurt against them, Georgia would have zero national championships. With That's two crazy. Yeah. I wonder if they'll say that next year when Marv is at uh, USC. <laughs> Probably not because they won't make it to the national championship. But um, yeah, shout, shout out, Robbie. <laughs> uh, mine from Michigan's armchair quarterback, Tennessee was handing out McDonald's bags full of cash. Jim Harbaugh is in trouble for handing out a McDonald's bag of McDonald's. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. Didn't Tennessee get in trouble though? Probably. Not a bunch. They're fine. How are they doing? They're fine. Yeah, I think they did get in a bunch of trouble. All right. Here's one that didn't get in trouble. Uh, last one is from Todd J. Anson. In response to a report that Texas spent close to $630,000 on recruiting visits, how many brown jug burgers does $630,000 buy? How about the $4 million reportedly paid by to Dante Moore by Oregon? He's obviously, he didn't hear that. He decommitted. You said uh, how much? $4 million. Oh. Uh, Texas spent $280,000 in 48 hours on a visit by an uncommitted Arch Manning who committed three days later. Harbaugh literally probably spent $30 on burgers from a local restaurant. And Harbaugh's the one in trouble. Yep. It's not supposed to be pay for play. And well, they want to keep they want to keep uh teams out that are going to choke every year. <laughs> Maybe. I mean, Tennessee didn't make it, but and I know you're joking. It like Harbaugh <laughs> paid for Two burgers from people that were already committed to Michigan. Texas spends $280,000 for an uncommitted player who commits. It's like, that's fine. It's all kosher. And that's not, that's not even the pay for play stuff. That's just on top of it. Anyways, yeah. with that hopefully basketball picks up this week for both of us. Yeah. This football's over. Yeah. Okay. Darkness is back in town. So yeah, we'll say at this point, CJ Stroud hasn't declared and he's only got about four days to do so. Yeah. Uh I mean he maybe he's thinking more about his legacy because like he said, he's not defined by one game, <laughs> but he's 0-2 against Michigan and then lost in the playoffs. So. so he's defined so he's defined by three games. Yeah. And he's yeah. failed all three. So um, I know he played great. I'm just. I will say, like the speculation, like I mean, I to I fully expect him to declare still, but there, oh. there is a little like 
NIL kind of gives you a little more hope that someone like CJ Stroud would return just because he's still going to make a ton of money next year, even if he does. Kind of. So here's the thing. Like Blake Corum is coming back in part because of NIL, even though he goes, I don't really care. I'm going to give a lot of money away, but. And because he sucks. Okay. Just kidding. He he, uh, was projected to be like a fourth round pick. So it's easier to, to pay him the same amount through NIL. CJ Stroud is definitely going to go. Top 10 at least. Top 10. So like, I don't even know how much they get paid. Tens of millions, right? Yeah, sure. So, I don't know. Be harder harder to match. I also don't know yeah, but, uh, what his home life is like in terms of money. Um. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Well, until we find out about CJ Stroud's home life, we'll see you next week. Go Blue. Go Buckeyes. Go Buckeyes.